The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Capitex banking system uh, fell over toward the end of last week, Thursday, Friday. They too declined to have interviews, did also send us a statement, which was, yeah. Um, uh, we are no closer to finding <laughs> out. <laughs> Yeah, it's a technical term, Wendy. You'll get to learn it. Um, I know it well. Um, and, I mean, we can't expect technology to be up 100% of the time, 100% of the days of the year. But when you have acquired as many millions and squillions of customers as Capitec has done, when your system breaks and breaks for an extended period of time, all hell is going to break loose. And that's precisely what happened on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and possibly into Sunday uh, last week. It wasn't quite that long, thankfully for uh, Capitex Squillion uh, clients. It happened, um, went down. It actually didn't crash. I initially thought that was the case, as we saw with uh, Standard Bank's whole system on Saturday, the 21st of May, you remember, just in time for everybody to be doing the Saturday shopping, and it was down for six hours. Um, uh, but, yeah, so in Capitex's case, uh, they didn't. It wasn't a, a, a system collapse. It was closed. To, though the bank actually chose to pause all its digital channels to ensure what it termed a sustainable recovery after one of its banking system databases slowed down sporadically. And this is quoting from from Capitec, whatever that actually means. But they had to. They had to do it. And it was. It was longer. It was, but not quite as long as you said. It was. Thursday, Friday, and then into the early hours of Saturday morning. Okay. So it, that led for, to a lot of um, unhappiness uh, on social media. I saw it on Twitter mainly. And, um, yeah, they, they put out an official statement on – or an updated statement on Saturday, I think it was, the 6th of August, saying we know we've let our clients down – and we apologize. This was an internal infrastructure issue. We want to assure our clients to their, that the money to, to, their are customer, safe. to their customers, though. I mean, they said it wasn't a system collapse. They just paused their digital channels, which to you as the user is a system collapse. The system is not working, therefore it is collapsed. You it's don't care. It's not working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's not working. What, I think what caused a lot of the Twitter outrage that I was seeing um, Monday was, uh, and some of it Tuesday, although we'll get to that, wasn't entirely warranted uh, yesterday. But that media release of, of Saturday said that the delayed payments, obviously people were making payments that, that weren't being received and getting them into an awkward situation. And they were due to receive money, which wasn't happening either in those two and a bit days. And, um, but on Saturday, the bank said um, all the delayed payments had now been processed. But that actually wasn't the case, which re- which led to more drama on social media on Monday and people reporting things like, just so you know, when my landlord kicks me out due to non-payment of rent, I am going to move into one of your branches. I promise you it will either be the Hatfield or the Acadia, Acadia branch in Pretoria. Another one said, you guys really messed with my son's account. I, the money I transferred on the 4th of August hasn't been paid into his account and some other transaction has been reversed. It is not reflected back in my account. And it, and so it went. Um, the bank responded on Twitter on Monday saying duplicate credits were processed and our payments team is working on correcting this. As soon as they've completed the process, the correct amount will be available. We are aiming to have this resolved today. Um, so anyway, I went to Capitec this morning, now that every, all the corporates came back to the office, and I said, um, you know, uh, 
what is the story? How long did it go on for? Which I got the answer to. And I said, um, um, how is the bank compensating those who had out-of-pocket expenses as a direct result of the app collapse and continued transaction delays, i.e. late rental payment penalties, perhaps? And please, can you confirm that some of your clients experienced fraudulent transactions on their account as a direct result of the system failure? So the answer was that, yes, uh, all delayed debits and credits were processed by Monday evening. Those people who were complaining up to yesterday, they weren't uh, legitimate complaints around the system falling down. As you can expect, a lot of other things that were going wrong with people's individual accounts were being blamed on that. So the bank is sorting through all of that. What a nightmare. Um, as for um, the issue of um, refunds, they're committing to refunding the bank fees that were charged in respect of, of these delays and they say, you know, it's one of those please be patient situations that could take a little bit of time. So I suspect people's patience is a bit thin at this point, but that definitely those um, payment, those uh, bank fee refunds will be happening. Um, and then about the fraudulent uh, claims of, of which I saw many on, on Twitter, apparently that's a, those are completely unrelated issues. Um, and, and I had, had a chat to one of the chaps a little earlier, Bruce, and he said, you can imagine this. It was um, absolutely open season for fraudsters because, you know, social engineering is a thing, right? They have, uh, through all the data breaches, our account details are out there, whether we like it or know it or not. And um, But they don't have our one-time pins and passwords in order to spend on, uh, make purchases and whatever on our account. So they have to so do social engineering. They have to phone us up. Now, imagine how much more susceptible someone would be, Absolutely. a, ca a capitate client in the last few days, someone phones from the bank to talk about, you know, your payment will be made or whatever, just read out this number. You can imagine. Um, so a lot of what people are thinking, it was sort of is related to to um, to the uh, glitch, to the, to the fallover of the system, but um, it's sort of indirect. So that's a sort of byproduct of this kind of collapse, um, Bruce. And incidentally, Capitec um, does have, they have more clients. How many do they have, Bruce? You're better than number, numbers six, than more clients than anyone else. I, I can't keep up, really. I mean, at, the, at last count, it was 16 million, but that's about six months ago. So it could be closer to 17 by now. They certainly are a customer right. acquisition machine rather than a bank. Right. Right, exactly. So um, you would imagine that in terms of complaints to by the, by the clients of Capitec, uh, to the Ombudsman for Banking Services about whatever you would expect them to be more numerous, numerous, but even that taken into account, they do have an incredibly large number of fraud-related complaints, does Capitec, that are lodged with the OBS. Um, for the month of July, of the 800 internet banking fraud complaints lodged with the office uh, of, of the Ombudsman by all bank clients, 380 of those were Capitec clients. The next biggest number was Standard Bank clients, 132. So you can see there's there's a bit of a an issue there which the bank accepts, and they talk about social engineering being a problem, and they've said uh, that that's when people actually directly phone people up and trick them sure. um, into giving out their one-time pins, etc. And they said they're working on building additional fraud detection capabilities and advanced alerting tailored to individual client behaviour to identify when our clients are possibly being scammed. It's anticipated that these would be placed by the in place by the end of this year. So that's good news and hopefully we'll see those figures coming down. 
but yes, an unfortunate little little uh, byproduct um, of uh, possibly of of the fact that there was this huge problem. And that that would have given forces an advantage. It would be interesting to see the figures coming out in the next, you know, uh, next month for this for, for August in terms of the incidences of fraud. But contrary contrary to popular opinion, Wendy, I'm the 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 only people I could think who enjoyed the process of Capitec going down less than their customers was Capitec themselves. I mean, this is not something that businesses do on purpose, but you would hope that they would learn from it. You would hope that a 40-hour outage um, is circumvented by lessons that they have learned here and that the backups yeah. and the backups of the backups uh, are more effective in the future. Absolutely. They have said you could you could sort of read the mortification coming through in the initial press release when they said um, that, uh, you know, this is the, by far the largest problem they've ever had, sort of tech problem they've ever had, and... Um, that they're working very hard to make sure it doesn't happen again. I happen to know someone that works for um, Capitec's IT um, department, very large one, and um, I can vouch for the fact that there was no sleep had on Thursday night. Yeah. So yes, there's the, you know, uh, they, yeah, they don't yeah. want it. They don't want it. But and, and infuriating, not to make light of what uh, – I mean, I was – yeah, I've had personal experience of uh, – not with this bank, but with another of, – of, the thing falling over and and the inconvenience and embarrassment it causes when you owe people money and all the rest. It's it's not to make light of the impact, but it's just in this digital age we live in. Um, you know these systems are sooner or later have 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 fallible things and mm. um, are fallible. It's pretty bad English. And um, you, all you can hope for is that they throw everything they have at getting it up as as fast as possible and that they learn from that and and, and avoid it happening again. Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja, on a Wednesday night. Yeah, huge inconvenience, of course, huge pain and suffering and huge uh, dislocation for many people. You get caught short without cash, you, you know, and you're in a community where lots of people use the same sort of service. You're not going to be able to borrow money easily. It's chaos, absolutely uncomfortable. Um, and again, the bank not doing it on purpose, of course, but you would hope that the systems get tightened up to minimize the risk and the duration of the next break, because there will be another break at some point.